0: quick come up with something funny to say
1: hello yo Fork. oh that's really cool
0: somehow i think you're lying uh huh
1: oh fail oh uh-huh.
2: bad philosophy episode 60 recorded on march 16th 2010 rooftop skinny dipping south by southwest hello everyone welcome in one two bad philosophy Episode 60, we've been upsetting the balance of reality one rabbit trail at a time for 60 episodes, y'all. How,
1: how crazy is that, right? 60 episodes. remember listening to you and David Rondares and Kevin Saunders and Matt Legler just talking about statistics. and <laughs> Walking around the
2: street being, being jackasses. <laughs> Brings some joy to my heart. Yeah, it's it seems so so long ago, but really it was only uh, about a, a year and three quarters. We're coming at y'all from Austin, Texas tonight on the final evening of South by Southwest Interactive 2010. Jed and I have been here since, uh, well, I, I got here on, on Thursday, um, checked into the conference on Friday morning, and uh, Jed came down on Saturday. So we have been... Uh, in, in, Simon, who is actually on the show for his very first time. This is Simon Woo! Um You you came here on uh, Yeah, you did just do that. I flew down on Wednesday. You flew down on Wednesday, okay. Um, well, Simon, since it's your first time on the show, why don't you, you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Um, uh, I take a lot of pictures, shoot a lot of video. Sometimes I don't know why I do those things. Uh, it's mainly fun. Um, I... At Texas Tech graduate where he was, he was to go to school, and now I just work for a newspaper, which is kind of nice. I look in the online part of it, fortunately, so okay on that side that is the growing side. But you know, newspapers are enjoyable to work for, so okay. I'm, I'm happy to have that.
2: Well, and we'll get a little bit more of your perspective on uh, on working in the newspaper industry later in the show. Uh, but I want to talk first about about South By a little bit. Uh, Now, Jen and I both, back in, uh, it was last summer, we subscribed to the South By Interactive newsletter and happened to uh, win a free South By Interactive pass for the the conference for 2010 uh, through sort of a raffle contest thing they had in the newsletter. So we're both here on South By's dime, and this is the first time for both of us uh, attending the conference with a badge. Last year, you may recall, we we went to the Big Dig Shindig and recorded an episode there with uh, Matt Legler. Uh, Jed, you were not actually able to make it for that one.
1: Oh, unfortunately,
2: just me and uh, me and the legmar. I, I, so I got a chance at that point to sort of see the periphery of South by Interactive. Uh, and this year it was it was very different seeing it from the inside. So South by for, <laughs> Yes, that's what she said. It's happened a lot lately. This conference. I might, I might as well just stop, this isn't
1: working. No, 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 no you no. aren't going to do it for that one, no, too? No, oh, okay. no, that one
0: doesn't it. doesn't
1: it. count when you try.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's great. Oh, I think we're going to set a record for the most that's what she says in a, in a one-minute period. But South by, for those of y'all who don't know, is, at least the interactive portion, is essentially a conflagration of all of the yeah it's nerd spring break all of the anyone who's anyone in this industry comes together to Austin for five days to go to panels during the day to drink and network at night and sleep in sometimes during panels sometimes during panels and sleep in the next day because they're hungover or wake up really early and suffer to see panels the next day and repeat it all over again. So we kind of, uh, we got to experience that firsthand for the first time. And I want to kind of start out here with just some some general impressions. So the, the conference is over, all of the panels are done. The closing party is going on right now, but, but neither of us really cared about it enough to go. Jed, I just want to ask you, it's your first South by. What did you expect coming in and What are your feelings of of going through the conference now that it's over?
1: Sure. Um, I think that really I'm used to housing conferences. Uh, I believe that we've at least referenced uh, on on the show before. So I was very much used to that, I guess, paradigm of going to a conference. And so that's, you know... Everyone goes. It's a bunch of students, so there's certainly no alcohol or drugs going on. <laughs> um, it's very panel based, um, so you know lots of panels going on back to back. You know, maybe ten to twenty throughout throughout the day, but they're all very. You know, the, this is the ten o'clock panel. This is the eleven o'clock. This is the twelve o'clock. They're usually in the, the same location, and usually, I'd say few less people than there yeah. are here at South by Southwest. Southwest. <laughs> yeah. um, there were, just a note on that, there were
2: 12,000 official registrars.
0: See, that's the difference. I remember going to student journalism conferences, and there was no official alcohol. Wow, yes. But, but <laughs> somehow, the hotel right next to, or the, the, the liquor store right next to the hotel where the conference was, sure. okay. always ended up being sold out of everything the first day. So... I, I don't think I'm stubborn because I'd have advice and yeah various things. Uh,
1: not on the university side but um uh, and I think that may be the critical difference is that often conferences like Swaker or Nikur are funded at least in part by, by that. So um, hmm. some of the other things that are, you know, I was expecting perhaps a little bit, you know, I'm I'm very much an introvert, so I expected Maybe a little bit more of the geekery, like, oh, a bunch of awkward people hanging out at a bar, but not really talking to each other. It's so a little bit less on the networking, and I think we had a very different experience, and maybe, Stephen, you could...
2: Yeah, well, I came into this thinking, oh my god, this is going to be the most amazing week of my life. Uh, so much cool shit is going to happen, I'm going to meet all kinds of people, it's going to change my life, and... In a, in a way it has, but it, it's been much more subtle than I expected. Uh, the first panel I went to was was how to rock South by Southwest, and that's R A W K. And it, it was very much the, the people there were like reinforcing that they were saying this is going to be this is going to be crazy. You're going to meet all kinds of people. You're going to be up till four at night. What's this? I oh, would just
0: off the network.
2: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the South by Wi-Fi. Actually, this is a good time to talk about that. Uh, in the past, South by Southwest has been extremely taxing on the infrastructure of Austin. Uh, so AT&T has often gone down. The, the Wi-Fi has been very inconsistent. And this year, everything was pretty good. Uh, everything worked. The, the free Wi-Fi was, was consistently fast, except during the keynotes when you, know, you had 6,000 people come into a room. But it's been a good experience for the most part.
0: I I, I, with, I think it was Snowball who said it, and he said this is going to be the south, what, the south by that's going to go down in history as everything works. I never had an issue with Foursquare. I never had an issue with Twitter. Mm-hmm. I never had an issue with network, with you know, getting on the network anywhere in town.
2: Right. So, th- so that's been a highlight of the conference, and I just want to finish up my opening remarks. So, so I came in thinking... Um, that it was just going to be uh, a crazy, crazy experience from start to finish, and it really wasn't. It was actually quite relaxed. Uh, Jed and I, we did a little bit of networking, and and I've certainly come away with a lot of prospects and people I want to follow up with and and, uh, learned a lot about just the industry in general. But I've also come away with realizing just what a conference is about, and that was something that I didn't have going in. I didn't really know what to expect for South by, and now I do. So that in the future, I think I could do a better job. Um But let's, let's talk, uh, uh, first off, it, it, I know this is a philosophy podcast, but we're gonna, we're gonna take a break and be really technology about it, and, and hopefully weave around to some philosophy later. But let's talk about location. Because this was, uh, of all the things, so South by Southwest always has like a big thing, uh, back in 2006, it was Twitter that uh, had just come out. In 2007, it was
0: it was still kind of Twitter it again. Was still Twitter, but Twitter had grown. Twitter matured. Twitter matured. Mature.
2: Um, so, two, 2008, it was
0: still Twitter, but it was
2: it was kind of the growth of Twitter. Okay, you know? like Twitter, Twitter really reaching.
0: Critical,
1: Critical Mass. Twitter yeah. and Ashton Kutcher.
2: Yeah, uh, Twitter yeah. and Ashton, like, really, because c- Twitter Celebrity's, launched in 2006, but it didn't get huge until, like, late 2008, 2009.
0: Very, like, these social media tools, and, and I, usually, I hate the term social media, Yeah, but they, they existed but they didn't really, you know, mature. It took, it took a while for, you know, celebrities to get on it. I
2: remember that, like, the 08, spring 09 was, was really when... When it blew up. It, yeah, it just got crazy. And so 2009 was kind of the new things. And, and uh, this location-based service called Foursquare premiered at uh, South by 2009. Didn't really work terribly well. The, the premise behind Foursquare was basically you you check, check in at a location like it, every location has its own entry in the foursquare database and you get points by checking in at these locations and uh, it's it's essentially what they call it a location based game yeah for the most part so that that premiered last year but it wasn't terribly popular not a lot of people were on it and then this year
0: of all it the was things the best way to communicate you know jet would be like hey let's go get food yeah and so we check in and you would just be getting out of the panel so that you could join us because you knew where we
2: were. Right. And so uh, was your That was it. Yeah, that was your iPhone, actually. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: your really, really heavy battery-backed iPhone.
0: That was a lifesaver, getting a spare battery for, for my iPhone. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm carrying a laptop around, but I'm not checking my laptop. Actually. So having all my email and Twitter courseware at all, and, and having, you know, the battery life on the iPhone is not great, but right. if you double that, that's perfect. Because anytime I would stop, I would plug it in and charge it, just because that's good practice in here with, uh, I don't know, is it 12,000 registered attendance? Yeah. yeah, I
2: was going to say earlier, bigger this year for the first time, South by Interactive was bigger than the film and music portions. Uh, film was was I think seven or eight thousand. Music was like eleven thousand.
0: But that's that's purely just registered Right. I mean, there's there's no way to track it, but I'm sure uh-huh. music is still the biggest thing. It is because you got because so much free stuff. You've got wristbands
2: which are not part of interactive. Like there's no equivalent to the wristbands right. with interactive. Um, uh-huh. So so yeah, de- definitely. But as far as official parts
1: of South by Interactive is now the biggest part, which is pretty cool. It's okay. huge this year. It really is. So, um one thing that Simon mentioned that I thought might be kind of a fun little path to travel down for our listeners who I you know that we've I've received a few tweets from, you know, folks that I know listen consistently to the show, um that are hoping to come next year. Um you mentioned that, you know, a battery for your iPhone was a great South by accessory. Yeah. Um what are some other things that, you know, we've come up with that like South by tips, I guess. Okay,
0: south okay. by tips. Camera the, the, right now this is being recorded on my flip. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's you know I shot a bunch l- of little videos. Um, business cards. I mean something you can yeah. hand to someone when you're networking. You know I met the, one of the developers of the WordPress iPhone app, which it's it's going to be cool when it comes out. Trust me on that. But you know I can keep in touch because I have his business card. He has mine, and now we're following each other on Twitter. Talking, um, I've given you know my feedback on what the current app is like, yeah, and what I hate about it, and now we can share.
2: So, so I guess tip number one: have something you can give to people, right? Um, and it's interesting that you mentioned that because there was a there was a new thing this year, and uh, I don't know. Do you have your badge on you, Jed? I pull it out and show. It's they're called uh, they're called QR codes, and so it's camera. Or that. It's it's up there. So yeah. Jed, you might want to show it a little bit closer there. I don't know if you can focus in on it there, but it's essentially a, a grid of uh, of pixels. It's kind of a barcode, but uh, in two dimensions. Well, in through in, in more dimensions than. <laughs> Lines. The <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So barcode weird. is
1: very much a one dimensional. I think. Yeah. That's yeah. Our code is a one dimensional thing because it's yeah. You, you Obviously, read it in the, sequence. the physical manifestation has to be two dimensional. Right. But well, <laughs> well three literally dimensions. three. But, like there's a rabbit n- trail off the of road. No, radar.
0: it should be four because you know it does travel. <laughs> I would love to snack you now. <laughs>
2: right now. But uh, so it's these these four four dimensional QR codes that were sort of the the thing they were trying to push here. At South by. And they were really a dud. Because the idea was that instead of exchanging business cards, instead of wasting paper, you have this QR code on your badge that you let other people scan using an iPhone or an Android phone or something, uh, some smartphone. And then it pulls up your information on the web uh, or in the South by iPhone app or whatever. I, I think I met maybe four or five people the whole conference who, who volunteered to do that. And the rest, I I sort of reminded people, and they were like, oh, no, it's too inconvenient, let me just give you my card. So people still want to do business cards, and and having them is important.
0: That, when you get a physical object, you attach that physical object to that person. To the person, yeah. I I can pull out the business cards in my pocket, kind of see a face with the card. Mm -hmm. The most unique one I got was actually a piece
2: of chocolate, uh, with a business card or, or a paper with the business information wrapped it, around it, I remember that person. I remember Crystal and sitting next to her in the the Dana Boyd keynote because it was something unique. It wasn't just a business card. It wasn't you know just a typical uh, type of exchange. And so I think maybe, maybe in the future, not necessarily business cards, but just something
0: to well, give to it, people. It's like I bring you know I have those new mini cards, you know, right. Um, um, like a fourth the size of, of a business card. Um, and, and South by that doesn't really mark me as different because of course, the, you know, I got to meet the, the CTO of women. And, you know, he had them and said, you know, tons of people had them there. Um, but if you're at a career fair in, you know, Lubbock, Texas, blue cards stand out because they're different. Yes. Um, so different can be good. Um, I've also seen a lot of business cards that had the QR tag on them. On like them, so kind of a combination, cool. yeah. Um.
2: The, the problem but, with QR codes, and they, they tried to do this, like, all over town, uh to make them like part of a contest and like a scavenger hunt sort of a thing.
0: Like the, what Scoble was wearing. Right. It like, st- was really cool because it turned into a dragon that was falling off his face. Because that relates fun. to
2: like augmented reality which I think also was, was sort of trying to make a push here but, but, at but, South By. But not enough people had it.
0: It, it, it. Augmented reality makes it great. Like there's that Pro that helicopter that uh, you control with your eye and it has augmented reality in the helicopter, so it's got a specialized cardboard put out that it looks at it and it goes, "Oh, that's a robot!" starts shooting missiles at it. Right, and the missiles are augmented reality. The robot is the only physical things are a helicopter and a little cardboard. <laughs> that's funny. It's cool. pretty cool. cool. It's
2: still a gimmick, and I know your your boss had a really good point. But the the best, or it might have been somebody on the panel, but the, everything that we do. That we use all the time now started out as a gimmick. Right. Twitter was a gimmick. You know, 140 characters,
1: tell people what you're doing. Like, well, that's a gimmick. A well, yes,
2: well, it was.
1: It was a little bit like, in the point he made, and we're again referencing uh, a Twit Live that we went and saw, I believe. Yeah. Um, that, oh, we should
2: mention that. We got to meet Leo Laporte, and, yeah. and he signed my laptop, <laughs> which you <laughs> might be able to see on there. Uh, I also got some cool stickers.
0: Fan
2: <laughs> very much a fanboy. self-admitted. Um we we actually, Jed and I participated in, in Leo's infamous crowd surf at the Big Dig Shin Dig. Yeah.
0: I was in the back. So yeah. At the very, like, I wasn't even paying attention to dig. I was in the back talking to the to the guys in Lucky where my boss was there, um Scoble was there. And we all just kind of looked and go, Is Leo crowd surfing?
2: Yep, okay. he was. Oh. Look it up. Watch the video. But but so let's let's keep going with the uh, the South by Tips here. So so Simon's, yours is uh, something to give to people, preferably business cards that are a little bit different. Uh, Jed, yours would probably be power, right?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, very much to kind of play off of your uh, f- uh, what you mentioned with the battery. Simon is uh, bringing bringing all those necessary tools. Um, for, for the power of, you know, whether it's a battery for your phone or a second battery for your laptop, I think that, that meant a lot to me and just, you know, making sure that you're able to, to charge up and, you know, it's, and again, I'm the introvert that's going to be like, oh, so, uh, uncomfortable social situation, I'm going <laughs> to retreat to my electronics now, right, so I, you know, take that with your own grain of salt, but I think that's, that's very much, I would say that's my first tip if we get around to another round. Just yeah.
0: Just, uh, and The, the, the only tip ahead. I have is is wear comfortable shoes and less is more. I don't know how far I walked every day because mm-hmm. I went from the parking lot that's over there to I, I, one day we went to Mellow Johnny's, which is easily like four miles down the road. One day we went to... You do a lot of walking that's during that's South by... Which is great because I need the exercise, yeah. but comfortable shoes help out. Um, I've got a blister on my big toe now, you know, because of the rain; it got wet. Yeah, it's rubbing. So, comfortable shoes. If you got to carry a backpack, get as comfortable a backpack as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sort of
2: used to, to carrying that much from, from walking around Texas Tech. I've got, you know, fifteen. Well, 10 pounds of textbooks, 10, pounds of textbooks with me all the time. So it's really not a big deal. But definitely, like, travel as light as possible. And then I think my tip would be, uh, for experiencing the conference in general, be adaptable. Mm-hmm. Because we, <laughs> and neither Jed nor I are adaptability, but we kind of had to turn ours on for this conference. Because they're, they're really... <coughs> are too many things going on all at once. As input learners, we wanted to see it all. You know, we wanted to go to the... Input and arranger. so. Oh, yeah, you must have been <laughs> suffering. Uh, so we, we really, we wanted to see everything, and, and that's just simply impossible. Uh, a lot of the panels are going to be up on South by's website as podcasts. Yeah. So I encourage y'all, if you've been following uh, one of us on the show and following our hashtags and there was maybe a panel that you were interested in, but you wanted to actually see it, look on there. Um, there will there will be everything up that uh, all of the good stuff will be on the website. Full, full recorded panels, I believe, yeah, and a, I, I, I want know to I'm going
0: to get a good like. one. Well, you'll but. listen
2: for like maybe five minutes and then realize how bad it is, uh, but I, I know my, I myself, I'm, I'm probably going to go back and, and listen to some of the panels that I wasn't able to see. That I was sure. in, you know, concurrent panels and such. So, so yeah, all the content is out there, uh, and very much you can experience it however you want after the conference. It's neat being in the panels themselves because you you do have that opportunity to kind of influence what's going on. You can you can participate in the back channel by Twitter because every every panel had a hashtag. You can ask questions or make comments afterward, but other than that, the panels are are really kind of a non-participatory medium for the most part. The core conversations, obviously, were were built around that, and Jen, did you go to one?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, the last one, the Facebook one uh, that I attended, which was uh, just a brief recap, is basically talking about the Facebook, it's complicated,
2: uh, status
1: status in relationships, and how that may or may not love to, you know, the rest of your social network, and how if that's changing, that might make some differences for you.
2: Right. Well, um, I, I
1: have to say, like
2: that that one probably the the core conversations was the most unique in that it was sort of like a lunch discussion, and it was sort of how I was hoping the other panels would go. Is, is sort of a discussion starts up among the audience. You have people contributing various things. It felt a lot more productive. But at the same time, I appreciated the opportunity to hear from true experts in the field. And I mean, we're talking people who are at the tops of their businesses and their respective uh, areas of expertise, providing some really unique information and, and even occasionally debating back and forth between each other with with other members of their industry sitting in the audience and watching. Sure. That was, that was just really unique. I think the best moment for me was sitting in a... Uh, um, a panel about neuromarketing and neuropsychology applied to advertising, and Dan Ariely, author of Predictably Irrational, a book that, that I've actually read, uh, got up and asked a question to this panel uh, that directly related to what, what they were discussing, and, and just that sort of interaction was, was kind of the unique thing about South By, of seeing that seeing these industry people that we know about, that we've heard about actually in-person talking with each other and, sure. and having, you know, interactions and such. Uh, it, it kind of all brought it, I think as a whole, what South by did for me, is it brought down to earth a lot of these tools and a lot of these people, um, a lot of these technologies that I'm familiar
1: with on a day-to-day basis. Very much. I would I would wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think even, you know, not necessarily that I felt like, say, somebody like Kevin Rose or Leo Laporte was super famous, but I, I think that bringing those type of web celebs down to being really people that are just fun to chat with and stuff like that. So so Simon here is holding up an article uh, asking the question, has
2: South By peaked? Yeah. Is this as big as it can possibly and it's get? it's not the
1: only
0: one. I'm getting these off of uh, Stolbo's favorites list right now. Right, um, several people are, are basically saying that there was, there, you know, here's one South by Southwest Interactive, geeks posing as cool kids. Um, let's just open up one huh. and I'll look at it in a second. This one's basically talking about, you know, how the event was not based around tech, it was based around self-congratulatory social media types. Yeah, right.
2: and there were definitely a lot of people here. Pitching and plugging their own crap uh, at the panels, and it was really just a lot of. There were occasionally times where I was like, "Why? Why are these folks here? You know, I don't care about your your little your little startup that's doing the same thing that ten other people have done with a different name. I don't want to hear about it. I want to hear how your how the industry is changing. You know, about emerging new technologies, about really cool like different stuff." And there wasn't a lot of that. Like this year, there wasn't a big tool that launched. Uh, You know, there wasn't really anything revolutionary. There there were a lot of tools that were
0: trying, you know, QR codes were trying to do it. They failed. QR type, which is to that Microsoft Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. That that tried to fail. AR tried to fail.
2: I, I think what, the one winner I, out of this, and, and we talked about it earlier, I, do, do you have a, a comment before we
1: move on, Jen? Well, uh, go ahead and talk about that, but I, I have a point that I want to make. Okay. It's, like, it's like
0: Twitter took three years before Vitaline, you
1: yeah. know, it finally th- th- yields. This is... year,
2: and, and that's what I was going to say, this year the winner, I think, if you can even declare one of South By, was Location,
0: sure. and in, in the guise of Foursquare. And and while and, well, Location is still just a game, Location will grow. Okay. So, so
2: yeah, let's I'll talk a little bit it. for for you know five five or so minutes here about location. It's it's kind of the new we've got. Okay, what are you doing with Facebook status updates with Twitter and everything? That's really mature. We're used to that. What we're getting now on the kind of the cutting edge is where are you doing it? And that's what tools like Foursquare and Gowalla, which is actually based here in Austin, Texas are trying to do they're trying to give us a way to say not only what we're what we're doing the activities we're doing but also where we're doing them and tie those two things together in a real time stream right. so everywhere I've gone <laughs> this conference literally every every uh, conference room every restaurant every party I have checked in on my iPod touch and uh, y'all too have done it on your iPhones uh, our devices know where we are and we have these tools that let us tell Sure. Everybody, what we're doing and where we're where we're doing it through our through our devices. So, Simon, what do you think? Like, you, so your point was Twitter took three years to really mature and, and reach saturation. You think Foursquare is going to do it in a, a lot shorter period of time? Right?
0: Right, right. People are already adjusting tools. right. Like mean, Twitter was so weird. You had know, to think about it first. You know, you have 140 characters. You do it from your mobile device, but now you know more and more people have. To smartphones more you know there's just a plethora of smartphones smart smartphones things to android you know you have HTC, Lexus, whatever um, that location is going to grow and location is not just going to be what are you doing where are you doing it um, but it's also going to be a means of distributing content so if you think about the newspaper is the the local distributor content in, let's say Austin. Austin has the Austin community papers. Each area of Austin has its own special hyper-local. Right. That's going to start hitting the internet. And what's going to happen is you're going to have, you know, or I'm, I'm going to say food bloggers. <laughs> food blogging. Uh, food bloggers can then say, and by the way, that was that was a cool act to see it was the yeah,
1: that is actually fairly neat.
0: Was that was that, sure was that something phone. that launched here? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, and that
2: actually uses location. Ah, um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna download this right now. Need, actually it needs a camera,
0: which the iPhone like.
2: doesn't. Uh, um, so basically, see that that's a problem. Because yeah. because a lot of a lot of people have they, they have a, a smartphone that's not an iPhone or they just have a regular like text Verizon texting phone or whatever. And then they have an iPod touch. And we need to provide a way for these location-based services to work on as many different devices as possible. I was able to participate in all the location stuff because I had a touch. And because all the Wi-Fi here is really good about knowing pretty much where you are down to about a block. You know, you don't need the GPS level resolution to make it work. Stuff that needs a camera, like QR codes and like uh, food spotting it's going to exclude a portion of the, of the uh, community, and I think that's a problem. We want to include right. people. We don't want to exclude them. Twitter included text messaging, so that if you didn't have a smartphone, if you didn't have your computer with you, you could still participate, and I think that's a
0: big thing. Right. But you think about, you think about SEO, which is a good so SEO is search engine
2: optimization,
0: by the right. way. So let's say I'm looking for Mexican food restaurants in Austin, which is something I I did today. You know, we went to lunch and we were all hungry. Um, Yes, Urban Spoon is is a viable option, but let's say I'm planning a trip, you know, and and I kind of try and plan a trip with a budget, you know, especially if it's to a city like Austin that I, you know, haven't been to in a decade. Where do I go? Um, This is going to produce all this great local content is going to shrink it down to a smaller area um and so i can search basically by zip code and, and have you know these these great tools that i rely on to show me where the stuff is mm. it, you know it, think of it in a way as you know we all live and love it you know, we generally care about things that are going on and love it more than we care about things that are going on at all um, the only reason why you you care about things that are going on in Austin, Stephen, is because you have family that lives in Austin, or you're right. Austin. Um, but generally speaking, 90% of the stuff that goes on in Austin you don't care about. So if you were to just do like a, a, a news search and you just wanted to book News, you could see this beautiful map and show you all where news stories are taking place. And that's a cool tool. Um, WordPress is actually working that into their iPhone I app. Mean, you can tag a location where you're putting this blog post. Great. The only problem I have with the way it's being implemented in, in blogs is I, I take a lot of pictures on my iPhone and I post them to my blog. Well, let's say I want a major and I take several photos. I, I did go on a major hike the other day. And I took a lot of photos. Well, I can't really very easily tag, you know, where the post took place, because the post had some place in several different locations in the same general area, mm-hmm. but I'd really like to highlight where distinctive parts of the post took place. Yeah. So I'd like, I'd like to map out a route of, of where I've been, and it doesn't really provide for that yet. But yeah. um, well,
2: I think we're, we're learning about location. We're, and, and GPS stuff has been around for what, like three four years now? Publicly
0: uh, has publicly uh, and the governments had it for
2: really for really years. like I mean API based GPS tools right uh, you know things that, that you can really do interesting programming with Google Maps for instance has really come to maturity and I think we're still trying to sort of figure out like initially it was geocaching or geocaching right. uh, you know you go I to specific locations and, and actually never pick tried up that but I've always wanted to. you know we should do a little bit of, of geocaching here in Austin before we leave. There's, there's, there's probably several a lot of
0: spots
2: around Oh, there, there. Are, well, there are more than several. There, are, there are several on the tech campus alone. Um, let's do it. Let's yeah, I, I agree. And, and uh, that's that's kind of more what I, I wanted to talk about too on this location based thing. Is it's pretty cutting edge. You know, when you ask the average iPhone user, have you ever used Foursquare? Or, have you ever used Koala? Have you ever geocached? They're they're kind of gonna look at you with a funny funny expression and go, what? You know, I'm, I'm barely starting to use Twitter. <laughs> you know, they're, they're still sort of really behind on this. And uh, looking around here, even in Austin, there were some locations, some restaurants that didn't have a Foursquare entry, that didn't have a Goala entry. And we literally created the, the entry that everyone who goes to that restaurant is going to use in the future. So this is is very much an infrastructure that is in its its infancy. Even after a year now of foursquare,
0: but they're but still true. not filled out. But that's true of, of any kind of uh, you know user
2: generated content. Sure, but what I what I'm saying is is we kind of and this is where the, the philosophy comes in. We have a, a very unique opportunity, uh, being on the bleeding edge, to to decide what these tools are going to look like, what the infrastructure is going to look like for everyone else who follows, everyone in the general population. And I kind of wonder though, if the the decisions that we make, if the the choices that we make about, for instance, naming conventions, aesthetics, what what should go into a location exactly? Should it just be the name and address? What kind of tips should go in there? What should tips be? Like, Foursquare has tips you can add to a location, like, you know, try this drink, or try this meal, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I saw that at the Rackspace party, that you tried to be the robot. Yeah, the
1: robot. not many people look at those, but I think, you know, folks will look That's at not them. That's like, You think you look, you look at, you look at tips? Well, no. how tips work, which I think is a great a great effort and a great idea by on the part of the Foursquare folks, is that, hey, um... I make I make a tip and then all of a sudden, you know, Stephen happens along, maybe maybe it's the same venue or maybe it's even the one next door and it says either hey, you've checked in since you're so close if you're next door or like since you're here, do this. So it's actually part of the check-in process. I don't know how much attention people pay to that. Right. But I think that, you know, it I know it's most of the time, I, I didn't even think about
2: tips. I just I was like, I'm going to check in here, and then I'm going to go about my day, do whatever. Um, but I think, in getting, getting back to my, my train of thought, though, so we're, we're deciding what these how these tools are going to function. Um, so we're setting up the infrastructure now for people to come in later. By the time that, that Oprah got onto Twitter, by the time that Ashton Kutcher got onto Twitter, hashtags had already been established. Retweets had already been established. Ad replies had been established. Ad replies, yeah. I mean, these those are things that were not part of the tool when it first launched, that were that were set there by the bleeding edge, by the people who first started using the service. And then those became the, the things that everyone used later. Right,
1: right.
2: So we, we have the chance to do that now with tools like Foursquare and Moala, With with all of these location-based services. We're deciding what these are going to look like once Ashton Kutcher is telling you where he's eating once Oprah is telling you like where she is in the United States and stuff like that. I don't know how many celebrities are gonna get into location-based tools, but uh, it, it's it's a unique opportunity. And I'm wondering, so from a philosophical standpoint, what responsibilities do we have? Because we are a very unique group of people. <laughs> if this conference is any indication, uh, you know, we are not the average citizen. We are not the, the average person on the street uh, using an iPhone that they don't really fully understand uh, the capabilities of. Um, using Twitter where they really don't understand quite what a hashtag is or what it does. We're, we are an extremely self-selecting group with a very unique set of skills. But we are making decisions for everybody else, essentially. So, what, I, mean, I just want to get y'all's opinion on this. Is yeah. that is that okay? Is that acceptable?
0: But as a super user of Foursquare, I can go in and change whatever name for the.
2: I can edit videos. Okay, so there's a super user thing that may or may not stay there <laughs> in the future. Right. It's sort of like community regulation.
0: Well, and the problem is, is there's too many ways to easily gain the system. Very um, easily, um, yeah. yeah. I just shouted out that I'm going up to the root of uh, the Hilton. For, uh a full party. So I'm trying to get the, the Swimming's badge. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's how you do it, but I'd
2: be like try. Yeah, there are these these badges on Foursquare that you know you perform a certain set of operations and then it gives you a badge right. for like an achievement. Uh, and, and there've been a specific set of them for South by Southwest.
0: But you can also, you know. In, in Lubbock, I'm the mayor of a place called Your Face. <laughs> yeah. I literally created a place called Your Face. It's a fictional thing. Just to become the mayor of it. Just because I wanted to see it tweeted out as at Lanier's, or Simon Peter, you or know, whatever. Yeah, is the says, mayor of your face. Is the mayor of your face. Because that was funny to me. So, but but
2: my opinion on this is is it's sort of like fake Twitter accounts that were very prevalent when the thing first launched. Like Darth Vader. You know, there is
0: still, uh, I saw a new guard there, it's basically like uh, the the shit my dad says. Okay. (laughs) You know,
2: kind of, kind of fake avatar accounts, not real people doing stuff. I I think that's always going to exist, and there are always going to be the folks gaming and, and, you know, not really playing Foursquare properly, not really being honest with their (laughs) check-ins. Yeah, and Simon will be one of them. But I think the value, and this was your point earlier. There's a way
0: to lock it down, though, that they haven't implemented it yet. I think, right. they, I think they haven't implemented it yet because it's difficult. It's, it's, it would destroy the user experience, basically.
2: Yeah. Right now you can sort of see what's nearby and check check into anything that you're sort of around. But it doesn't lock you down to, oh, well, you know, you're not within 15 meters of this location, so you can't check in there because uh, that, that would make it very difficult, especially for, for iPod touches, which do not have that exact location awareness. But I think your point, Simon, was even though there are people who are gaming the system, the real value in this is for people who are not. People who are being honest with their location, who are being honest with their, their tips and everything, who are actually creating meta content, location-aware content, for legitimate use. And not just, just trying to to get the, the highest points on the leaderboard. Is that what I'm understanding?
1: Right. Right.
0: Got the swimming badge. You got the swimming
2: badge. <laughs> Alright. I, I just I, want to point out, not actually from going to a rooftop pool and swimming.
1: <laughs> Go I, ahead, Jeff. Okay, so the original <laughs> question was what what obligation do we as the select few that are coming about and finding these tools and really maturing and guiding the path for how how they're going to be used. What obligation do we have to everyone else? And I don't know that I feel I have any because I've always felt that Twitter is a tool that I use my way. Okay. Foursquare is a tool that I use my way. And, you know, they're and uh, even, you know, Simon's point is, like, I can, I'm also a super user, I can go in and delete his, his, my Face thing if I felt, <laughs> if I so felt inclined, and that, that's fine. You know, I think that... It, it's a Wikipedia method of doing it. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's very community, community oriented, community and regulated. I think... regulated. Regulated, and... Not at, very well. At this point, yeah, not, it's not regulated well... But I also think that it's it's still new and exciting and fresh, and it doesn't have that. And those of you who know me may may know that I've had a few run-ins with Wikipedia in the past, and I just had one earlier today, so I'm extra bitter. Um, but looking at looking at how it's regulated, you know, it still has that new and exciting. Wow, we're really building something cool here. Right, we're building this augmented. Version of reality where we can add tips for our friends or really anyone. It's a lot of meta- yeah. It's it's kind of like invisible data that's that's there yeah. only for the select few who have the tools sure. to access. And we feel kind of special, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think that what's so neat about Foursquare specifically, amongst the, even amongst the other tools that are doing essentially the same thing, is that Foursquare incentivizes it. Yeah. Not by not by saying like oh well you'll make better data which is how you know in the past Wikipedia has worked how Urban Spoon works what they're how they're incentivizing it is well really two different ways they have the mayor system that Simon spoke of earlier that says you're the mayor and you you're clearly the person that comes to this venue the most and so they're adding you know. That's that's coming back over from the digital world to the real world and adding some real life benefits. So, for yeah. example, we went to a venue the other day called Buffalo Billiards, and I noticed that the mayor had a special there of pick up fifty percent off of their tab. Wow! Which is you know if you if you can hold down the mayorship in a city like Austin, that's pretty great. Yeah. So it means you know, you're drinking a lot of alcohol in one yes, place. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and it's really is encouraging some brand loyalty. Yeah. So that's the first way that they're incentivizing it. And the second way is very much, I think hitting upon again, to go back to strengths quest, um, the American top string of achiever yeah. of, and, and adding these badges and adding points, um, Looking at, you know, the Weird. leaderboard for Austin, and you see, oh my goodness, I have this many points. This is amazing. I believe you were uh, number 13 or 14 in uh, overall in Austin. In Austin for the conference, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. How do you
0: see that number?
1: Um, here, I'll, I'll show you on the side. But right. Steven, so, so yeah, I, and
2: I agree with you, and it, it's no coincidence that they do that. I think Achiever is the most common strength in America, and I think... Oh, I don't know if it's, it's like 60 or 70% of Americans have Achiever in their top five. It's very, very, very common, and so having these little achievements is akin to things like World of Warcraft, where you can level up, you can get, you can get items, you can get, you know, a new sword or a new shield or a new power, and we see badges as sort of that, that equivalent, except they're, they're more general, because they're things like, oh, I'm an explorer, I've I've gone to five different locations in Austin or I'm like a barbecue aficionado or whatever. And there there are ways that we can sort of we can play games with real life. We can use what we're already doing to earn points. And I think that's big for people because it's not it's not a time commitment really. Like checking in usually takes maybe thirty seconds. Yeah. Or forty five if your connection's bad. And, and that's really easy to do. You know, you walk into a venue, first thing you do is you check in there, you look at the tips, you look, you know, hey, maybe my friends are here, maybe some other people I don't know are, are sitting around here. And it, it helps you kind of get oriented to the location. I, I would like to see, and as these tools grow, I think this is going to happen more and more, I would like to see individual venues uh, really taking control of their, of their Foursquare check-in pages. And I think Gowala allows you to do a little bit more with this. Uh, like you can, you can do a custom icon, and you can add some information about the place. But just have it be like a, a thing for, for anyone who's using the tool, for the businesses to be like, hey, we welcome you. You know, but this is really cool what you're doing. And we're going to, we post like, here's the incentive for being the mayor of this place. And you're like, oh, cool. You know, th- this, this spot gets it. And I think very, very few venues are doing it at this point. It's still very much a passive thing. Like the community is creating the infrastructure, but the businesses haven't really embraced it yet. It's still really bleeding edge.
1: Yeah, and I mean, as we mentioned earlier, we could pull pull a thousand examples out of the air of other. You know, there was that same adoption period with Twitter, where you know, if I rolled into Starbucks in Lubbock and said like. Lubbock Starbucks, you need a Twitter account because you could do this, this, and this. You know, if I, if I had said that to them in 2007, they'd be like, that is the stupidest thing I have ever heard of. Right. Why would we like, why would we spend the time to, you know, announce what's going on or... New drinks we're doing. New drinks or, you know, even say, hey, customers, just so you know, we're real sorry, but we're out of soy milk. So, um... You know, obviously, a few years ago, there were all these different applications for Twitter that businesses just didn't really get, and I I think that's, you know, worth... Simon mentioned earlier that, you know, we were at, you know, once they released Twitter and then the next year at South by Southwest, well, it was between the two of you that mentioned it, that the next year... You know, it was matured, and then it matured a little bit more, and then it reached popularity. So, I think that we're still very much at that stage where people don't get how they're going to use it, and I don't know that Foursquare gets how it's going to be used. No, um, and there are probably applications for Foursquare that will never
0: will never come
2: up until it reaches saturation.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, you're already starting to see it. I mean, Foursquare has has an open API like. Uh, Twitter does, where you can use it however you want. You can create a, a competing Foursquare using application, system, using Foursquare, using Foursquare <laughs> system, uh, which is very cool. And, and that's kind of what happened with Twitter. really, the You had these. Um, it was before it became Echofon, or something else. I can't remember what it was called. Twitterfon. Twitter yeah. phone you, you could use it without having a Twitter account. Um, but the really interesting thing is, is people are already there's, there's a game right? I can't remember the name of it but it's based on the four squares and so what you do is you check into a location and then you have to sit there and you have to walk around with your iPhone in your hand you hold horizontally and there's like it'll put a map down and you basically walk around to the Oh. Uh-huh. and as you walk around the it picks that you're Location is changing, it works for the 3GS, not for the, yeah. the regular iPhone, but it picks up that you're moving around, and, like, puts pretend zombies
2: around. Ah, uh, so you, you you can essentially, like, check into a park, and then look like a jackass, walking around, looking at looking at your phone, and, right. and if anybody right. comes up here, you're like,
0: no, 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 I'm killing zombies! I'm defending you against I'm imaginary zombies. Against, against the zombies mean? of the ether. Awesome. <laughs> but...
2: But, but that's, I mean, you know, the yeah. community will decide, like, which of these offbeat, different things you can do with it are actually cool yeah. and actually useful. Uh, but for now, it's it's very much, just like Twitter was in the early days, about, just like it was about saying what you were up to, it's about where you are. saying where you are. And that's pretty much it. I mean, and there's
0: really not much more to it. But the fun thing that they added for by. It's not just where you are, but who you're with. Yeah, So you can shout out. I would, you know, the Laporte two times in two separate locations. You get the Any, name dropper badge. You got the name dropper badge.
2: Yeah, that's where the really cool stuff is. I think is, is aggregating this this location data with uh, other community with with the social aspects, like who you're with, when, uh, like time based stuff was really big, and and where, and putting putting as much of that data together cool ways and yeah.
0: creating cool stuff that you can do with it well, and, and it's going to be cool when you can say it's like you checked in here saying you were recording Bad Philosophy right. with me and Jed and, so, and it adds that automatically like yeah. I don't have to say who I'm with right. it knows but it'll be, be so much cooler when we create the, the, the Bad Philosophy Fortware account and it links out Bad Philosophy is recording here and here are the guests yeah. and that's going to be uh, once people start doing that. And I, I guess, Virtual know, profiles, I, I don't think, will
2: catch on as much with Foursquare. Well, uh, <laughs> mainly because like it still has to be a physical person doing it. Just like with, with Twitter, actual people have to be
0: updating those Twitter accounts. Right, right. But think about the BitSweet Tech Twitter account with Leo Laporte. Leo Laporte has his own, Michelle has her own Twitter account, and, and you know. Leo Laporte to check into places as an individual. That's okay, and the rest of the, the people on the this weekend talk show. But when they're together and they're producing a show, if they can check together as the show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it kind oh, of Oh, so adds, like, yeah, you get the three musketeers like, together or you,
2: you know, you get all the uh all the Power Rangers together and they make, you know, a, they
0: make, they <laughs> a make, bigger they or whatever. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I, I, I grew up in the nineties. I didn't grow up in the eighties. Give me a break. But, well, we're coming to the end of our time here on Mad Philosophy and, and I know it's been a, a very a very geeky, very tech centric show, but you know, we tend to do this every once in a while and, and we haven't we haven't done one of these in a long time. So uh, I wanna I wanna thank you, Jed, for for being on the show once again. it's, it's been <laughs> It's been great hanging with you the past five days, and I, I know we've, we've done pretty much everything, including skinny
1: dipping on a rooftop pool together. So, wait, we, wait, what? Okay, <laughs> I know I went to the nude beach, but we don't we don't talk about the skinny dipping other than it happened on it, it it was announced on Twitter. I will I will encourage you to check out our Twitter
2: accounts for all the uh, disturbing details. Right. So, uh, where where can people find did you? I can't uh, that. Did you? <laughs> no, we didn't. Why would we Twitter like that? I don't know. What, what happens in Austin goes on Foursquare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: no,
2: I, I can't remember. Text. Yeah,
0: right. I can't remember who said it originally, but it was like uh, he posted on Twitter, like, what happens in Las Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens at South by goes on Flickr YouTube. Twitter, <laughs> Foursquare. Uh, so, th- so if you're going to be at one of these geeky conferences, think. Before you do, and, and you know, you were talking about the chin fist thing. Yeah. Um, think think before, before you speak. <laughs> you get oh,
2: I, I oh multiple people in panels too because there's this there's this perception that you know what's going on in the audience is kind of secret, but the back channel is very vocal on the internet. Like right. it's we're basically shouting back and forth and talking the entire time throughout the speech with right. our fingers. <laughs> but that, that's another cool aspect. It, I don't want to talk about some sometime about this just sort of how that's changing our social interactions okay. we'll wrap things up on this show Jed where can uh, where can people follow you on Foursquare since we're talking that's kind of the theme of the show
1: sure um, I believe I'm on Foursquare under my mobile phone number which I don't know no, that if I'm you want to give that comfortable out that I'm giving out that at this time. but um, If you're following him on Twitter, you, he, can, you yeah. can tie that in and find Yeah, you can, you can find me on there. It's also under my email address, which I'm fine with giving out. So it's uh, linux, L-I-N-N-I-X-3, at yahoo.com. Okay. Oh, exactly. yeah. Yeah. It's
2: awesome. it's, so, Simon, uh, why don't you go and plug like, all the stuff you've got going on? Or, or where should people go mainly to find
0: everything that you're doing? Uh, usually just simonponder.net is where we and of aggregate all that stuff together. That's uh, yes, where you can find my YouTube, my Vimeo, my whatever. Uh, twitter, it's uh, twitter dot com slash manir L-E-N-I-R-E. Okay. And that's uh, yes, where you can find four square. Although I probably won't check in and post them to Twitter when I'm back in it because that's really annoying. Yeah. Unless I'm you know somewhere weird.
2: And I do want to apologize. I, I have been broadcasting everything I do in this South by on Twitter, and I'm sure I've annoyed the heck out of many of my followers. But please, uh, please turn me back on. I, I swear I, I won't be as, as prolific anymore after sure this. But you can, you can follow me. I'm uh, at escorts, S-T-O-R-R-E-N-C. You can follow the show at Bad Philosophy. And uh, please please do listen next time. Uh, if you have an idea for a topic and uh, feel like you're expert enough to come on the show via Skype, we're looking for guests, and we'd love to have you on if you've got a good microphone and uh, about an hour of your time to contribute. So, otherwise, thank y'all for being on the show. Thank y'all out there for listening, and we'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy.
0: And you better listen or else reach will be chit it just gonna lose it everything will right. a it just sounds like <laughs> it, <does. laughs>
1: it sounds like teabag but way worse yeah no,
0: i let's like, just keep recording this it. like, yeah like, <laughs> no, that's what we have yeah this <laughs> okay. is the like,
2: okay yeah it sounds like, like it's like a variation on this very same chest something's
1: like oh
0: yeah baby i'm gonna chin this you oh yeah oh. Oh.
1: That was good I think it sounds a little weird, but like you just need to try it. That's... And it's gonna be hard to convince your girlfriend yeah, <laughs> but like if, if she will change this, uh, damn. She's a keeper. I to save the How the f didn't we talk about the robots? Oh the robots! <laughs> what what were we gonna say about the robots? I don't know. But like, why, why didn't I talk covers. about that during tips?
0: <laughs> BadPhilosophy.com And you better listen or also be chainfisted Woo! <laughs>